Hey there, it's me, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, that redheaded actor from Modern Family. I have a podcast. It's combining a couple of my favorite things, talking and food. Please join me as I dine with the biggest names in entertainment, people like Julie Bowen, Kristen Bell, Fred Armisen, and so many more. It's called Dinners on Me, and you're invited. Am I saying a chocolate souffle is going to get me to reveal all of my secrets? Yeah, I am. Listen now, wherever you get your podcasts. There's a race to prevent a government shutdown. Antarctic sea ice drops to record low levels. And ChatGPT can now talk back. Those are some of the stories that we'll get to today on The 7 from The Washington Post. I'm Jeff Pierre. It's Tuesday, September 26th. Let's get you caught up with today's 7 stories. Congress has less than five days to prevent a government shutdown. That is our first story this morning. Lawmakers returned to Washington today with no deal in sight, and the deadline to find an agreement to fund the government is this Saturday. House Republicans can't agree on a short-term path forward, so today the Senate will start moving ahead with its own solution. The problem is any Senate plan would probably be dead on arrival in the House. So Republican Speaker Kevin McCarthy faces a choice by the end of the week. Support a bipartisan measure involving Democrats or trigger a shutdown. A shutdown could disrupt basic federal services like food stamps, tax return processing, military pay, and a lot of other things. At number two, President Biden will meet striking auto workers in Michigan today. He's going to show support for workers picketing the big three automakers. It's a historic trip. It may be the first time a sitting president has walked a picket line. Biden describes himself as a pro-labor president, and he'll need workers' support in the swing state of Michigan in 2024. And tomorrow, former President Donald Trump will also be in Michigan, making his own pitch to workers. He'll skip a Republican primary debate to deliver a speech. The United Auto Workers Union expanded its strike last Friday. It has not endorsed either candidate. Senator Robert Menendez brushed off calls for him to resign. That's our third story. Menendez is a powerful New Jersey Democrat. Last week, a federal indictment alleged that he and his wife took bribes in exchange for exerting his political influence. A growing number of elected officials have called for him to step down. But yesterday, he said he's not going anywhere. As I have stated throughout this whole process, I firmly believe that when all the facts are presented, not only will I be exonerated, but I still will be the New Jersey's senior senator. Menendez is up for re-election next year, and he's given no indication that he might drop out of the race. Number four. Antarctica just hit a record low in sea ice, and it's by a lot. Sea ice around Antarctica grows and shrinks with the seasons. It usually reaches its maximum level at the end of winter in the Southern Hemisphere. That's around mid to late September. But this year, it reached its peak 13 days earlier than usual, on September 10th. And the amount of ice broke a record low level set in 1986. 
by 398,000 square miles. It's a worrying sign. Antarctic sea ice may be entering a state of decline brought on by climate change, and it's a vicious cycle. Sea ice reflects heat from the sun. Less of it means warmer water, and that destabilizes Antarctica's massive ice sheets. At number five, David McCallum, the Scottish actor, has died. He rose to fame in the 1960s spy series, The Man from Uncle. His role as a Russian secret agent made him a heartthrob. Then, four decades later, he played Donald Ducky Mallard in the CBS crime drama NCIS. He worked on the show for 20 seasons. But one of his best contributions to the culture came in 1967 with a song he wrote called The Edge. Sound familiar? He didn't know this at the time, but Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg would go on to sample the song for their 2000 hit, The Next Episode. McCallum died yesterday in a hospital in New York. He was surrounded by family, according to a statement from CBS. He was 90. Hundreds of colleges will make financial aid offers more transparent. That's our sixth story today. Institutions, including university systems in California and New York, announced their plan this morning. The school said they'll standardize information in their aid offers to undergraduates. The move should help fix confusing inconsistencies, which can make it difficult to work out how much students will receive in grants and how much in loans. It'll also help students compare the cost of one college to another. And at number seven, ChatGPT can talk now. OpenAI announced yesterday that its chatbot will be able to use voice and audio to talk with people. Up until now, the artificial intelligence bot could only respond with text. It can speak in five different personas, and its tone sounds generally more conversational than Amazon's Alexa and Apple's Siri. The technology opens up the possibility that bots can get better at answering more complex questions and having longer, free-flowing conversations. So, finally, you can talk to a robot about the meaning of life or what your favorite Dr. Dre song is. That's the show for today. You know, it's raining and starting to get cold here in Washington, which means it's soup season. And if you're looking for some comforting soup recipes, our food section has got you covered. This is my hot take, but our food section alone is probably a good enough reason to subscribe to The Washington Post. Just go to WashingtonPost.com slash subscribe and let me know what you think about those soup recipes. You can always find me at The7Pod at WashPost.com. I'm Jeff Kerr, and I will meet you back here tomorrow. 